and welcome back to NRI Woman, the show where we chat with women of Indian origin living abroad. We are all connected and share some part of our story with another. We hope in sharing these stories, you know you're not alone, learn something new and be inspired by some of the other amazing women we share this world with. I'm Bettina. And I'm Nanora. And this episode is brought to you by Meta Jewelry. Meta Jewelry has been in the heart of Chennai city since 1911. For over a century, they have been handcrafting jewels for people from Chennai, Hyderabad, Tokyo, USA, Dubai, and everywhere else. They specialize in diamond jewelry, using only the diamonds with maximum brilliance. They recreate antique designs with contemporary twists under the brand name Recollection. Their combination of handcrafting and technology ensures beautiful bridal jewelry and jewelry that you would love to wear on your special evenings out. Check out their exclusive website mentioned on the NRI Woman podcast show notes or our NRI Woman Facebook page. Every NRI Woman referral is entitled to an exclusive 10% discount on diamonds and a range of other exciting offers. And don't forget to share your contact details at the bottom of their webpage to redeem their offers. We're certain that at some point in our lives, we've each had that thought. Why am I here? What is my purpose in life? What is my passion? Where do I go from here? These are some of the most common questions that people ask and the most common questions that people struggle with. Most of us can spend our whole lives trying to find purpose and meaning in life. And some, like our guest today, Anahata Meher, find it unexpectedly. Anahata is a shamanic practitioner. Shamanism is one of the oldest spiritual practices found in cultures across the world. It is an ancient collection of traditions based on connecting to spirit realms for wisdom and healing. Growing up as a cosmopolitan girl in Mumbai, Anahata's life was far removed from the shamanic way of living. You know, I was really very, very callous about life. I was very responsible. I really just, I just thought life was just about... I'll just get through it. I got things very easily in my life. I have been very lucky that through my parents, through my friends, through my husband, I've got things very easily in my life. I never had this thing that I should be financially free or I should create an identity of my own. I had zero ambition in my life. I always thought that I'm going to get married when I'm 23 to this rich dude and I'm just going to chill and hang out with my friends. I had no sense of responsibility in my life. I was always this let's have fun kind of person. However, when it was time to grow up and get an education, I mean, my parents are doctors, my sister is an MBA finance and for me that was like, oh my God, I have to do something. So I was like, but I don't want to study. I just don't want to study. So I chose design and I wanted to study architecture. However, that would have needed me to study science and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So I chose commerce and then I studied interior design and for 10 years, I practiced interior design. While Anahata loved the process of designing and creating an environment to suit the lives of her clients, she struggled with the business side of it. Managing the clients, chasing payments, stressed her and brought to the fore the unpleasant parts of her personality. 
I was a very, 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 very angry person, and anger still comes very easily to me. And when I got married, and my husband is a very patient person, and when I got married, uh, I started projecting my anger onto him a lot, and he advised me to seek help for my anger. This was in 2010. So thank God that I listened, and I chose to seek help, and I got led to hypnotherapy. You know, there was a mental block against going to. a shrink because i'm not crazy uh, however somehow i got uh, led to hypnotherapy and through those sessions i was able to identify this concept of misplaced anger and how we have emotions that we are holding on to and from there on began this journey of of trying to understand that okay if this is how i'm feeling why am i feeling like this or where is it coming from and then soon after that my husband took me to himachal pradesh so i was very i was a city girl i've always been a city girl so for me holidays meant always travel abroad and one fine holiday my husband's like let's go to the mountains and i'm like are you crazy who goes to the mountains i don't want to go to the mountains and he somehow convinced me and he took me to himachal which is the foothills of the great himalayas and something happened there something happened there my heart opened i reconnected with nature suddenly there was like this burst of love that i felt and suddenly there was this quest that began i felt like i needed to know more or i i needed to seek more and then from there on began a lot of seeking and that seeking never stopped anahata opened her heart mind and soul to all kinds of learning and this led her to shamanism shamanism is also something that came to me by divine design i did not even know what it means or something like shamanism exists and somewhere in the middle of my journey i got introduced to this concept of shamanism which connected me to soul consciousness Shamanism is the oldest healing practice known to mankind. All the people that have ever lived this planet before us have indulged in shamanic healing practices or ritual healing practices based on their cultures or their tribes. And shamanism allows us to view everything and everyone as a whole. It allows us to see ourselves as an integrated system rather than just an individual. that we are part of the whole the shamanic journey is a very important aspect of shamanism it's when we travel from our physical reality into the non ordinary reality and we experience healing we find answers we receive clues you know it's almost as if our story it's in the form of breadcrumbs that have been left for us and if we go into the realm of soul we can follow those breadcrumbs and manifest the life of our dreams non ordinary reality this can sound confusing but we all likely know a loved one who has passed on and it's not uncommon for us to think of them not only in moments of joy but when they strive to think of them and ask for their guidance direction strength or whatever it is one needs at the time shamanism is a path to tap into not just that one person but all our ancestors who've lived experienced and passed on to heal us and to guide us to live a life promoting the well-being of all creations this overly simplified explanation of shamanism merely scratches the surface 
but we hope it offers you a glimpse that triggers your curiosity to make your own discoveries. Anahata believes her chosen path has changed her very existence, and she willingly shares all that she receives with those who are ready and seeking. We are all normal people. However, inside of us, we have this ability. All this information is locked in our DNA. It's there, and if we wish to seek or to heal or to transform, we can tap into it and bring this ancient wisdom into our modern-day reality. Even though all of us feel fear, all of us feel anger, all of us feel guilt, all of us feel shame, we feel insecure, we feel anxious. However, it translates in our own unique way. in each of our lives so most of us facilitators what we try to do is we just try to hold space and observe to see what the person requires and then give them what they need so it's very possible that somebody might come to me and they might need say life coaching and then i will discern and automatically guide them to a practitioner or to another life coach someone might come and they might need hypnotherapy and i don't practice hypnotherapy so then i will ask them to go ahead and contact a hypnotherapist and then there are some people who need the inner child work or the shamanic healing or the chakra work and then they will continue to work with me So I I work with the inner child which is a part of our true essence and I help people to reconnect and become as whole as they can be you know discover parts of ourselves that are there which show glimpses every now and then but we cannot fully tap into I help people to align and integrate soul mind and body when one's mind body spirit is aligned one feels balanced and complete Anahata shares a simple activity one can introduce in their lives to bring clarity, purpose and forge a deeper connection with one's soul. One tool that I would love to share with people is to start writing. You know, like put aside 5 minutes or 7 minutes every day to just write, to have a dialogue with themselves and ask questions to yourself, you know. Just write whatever is coming to you. And when you're finished writing, you could either save that paper or if you feel that it's not a good energy, you can burn that paper. So what we're actually doing is we are removing the top layers. of confusion of lack of clarity the thoughts the programming that might be clouding the true self inside so just write it out write it out write it out if you don't want to write it out record it on your phone and then delete the voice note or keep it to listen at an at a later date if you like and write it and burn it write it and burn it and slowly and surely you will start tapping into this channel of communication that begins with yourself and slowly you will start to realize that hmm this is who i am hmm this is what i do well you know and this is this is my limitation and this is my talent and then you just start expanding from there shamanism is not just about plant medicine or a religious practice it is a spiritual one that takes courage to put aside prejudices and expectations of others and offer wisdom that often isn't acknowledged by our society and anahata's choice to follow the shamanic path has blessed her abundantly today i am so much more compassionate even though like i mentioned that anger still comes to me i'm able to tie through it very easily my intuition has increased a thousandfold you know Bettina and Menora I I offer one-on-one healing sessions with people and I'm sitting in front of them and I start receiving information about their past 
people whom I have never met, people whom I have never seen, people whom I have never known. And I always ask, how the hell is this information coming to me? Because I'll always pose the question like, is this happening or did this happen to you or did this? And they're like, how do you know? And I'm like, I don't know. So this is definitely a change that my senses have heightened, my intuition has heightened. And through the work that we've been doing with all the people, their intuition has heightened as well. Like it's a collective, it's not only me. This is not an individualistic story. All of us, when we wish or will that we want to go this, this path, we are going to be able to unfold and expand and enlighten. Science tells us that everything in the universe is energy. You, me, everything in the world around us, even our thoughts. Buddha says, we are what we think. All that we are arises with our thoughts. With our thoughts, we can make the world and Anahata hopes we can build a world that's filled with love. This is what has come to me through different people, through different teachers. Things that are real are given and received in silence. So try to tap into that silence. Always be yourself. Love yourself, accept yourself fully and completely who, for whoever you are. With your lights and your shadows, just love and accept yourself as you are. In this moment, there's no need to be better there's no need to be great. I am that I am. Just self-love. I would love for all of us, most of us here, to connect to this oneness, to this reality that we are all one. May there be more love in this world. May there really be more peace in this world. May we become more conscious and mindful of our resources and our environment. May we connect to the energy of community rather than society. May we laugh, tap into the good vibrations, come together rather than choosing conflict or choosing chaos. I really, really wish and hope to help create systems or leave a world for our future generations to come that is a love-filled world. This world can be a messy place, but it's the only one we have. And one can't discount the collective power of love. To make this a better world, we have to be love. Give love, share love. Because once we start living in love, we begin to see and feel what's true and real and are ready to receive the ancient divine wisdom. To best experience the next part, we encourage you to sit down, close your eyes, relax and let the sounds of the shamanic drums take away all obstructions and allow the spirit or energy to flow. So what I'm going to do is I will use the rattle and create some sacred space and bring down some light language and then I'll just play the drum. So yes, let's get into sacred space. Bettina, Nanora and all the other women who are listening, I'm going to request all of you to close your eyes if it's comfortable for you and take a deep breath. Breathe in through your nose and sigh out through your mouth. <sighs> letting go for a few moments just forget about the world the way it is it's going to be there when we come back let's just take a deep breath focus on our breath and sigh out connecting to the energies of love of freedom of joy of peace and harmony.
Keeping your eyes closed, if you feel comfortable, continuing to breathe deeply, I invite you to embark on a journey with me, to travel deep within yourself, to reconnect with who you truly are, and to bring down lots of healing energy for our planet Earth and for all our fellow brothers and sisters here and now in these challenging times that we are going through. Eskawata kayawe Eskawata kayawe Eskawata kayawe Kayawai keke Eskawata kayawe Eskawata kayawe Eskawata kayawe Kayawai keke Taking a deep breath Slowly and gently 
making your way back to the present moment. And whenever you feel ready, you can slowly and gently begin to wiggle your toes and fingers and slowly open your eyes to return to the room. I wish you lots of love from my heart to yours. The cultural anthropologist Angelus Arian wrote, In many shamanic societies, if you came to a medicine person complaining of being disheartened, dispirited, or depressed, they would ask one of four questions. When did you stop dancing? When did you stop singing? When did you stop being enchanted by stories? When did you stop being comforted by the sweet territory of silence? Where we have stopped dancing, singing, being enchanted by stories, or finding comfort in silence is where we have experienced a loss of soul. Dancing, singing, storytelling, and silence are the four universal healing selves. We hope you are inspired to use these selves to rejuvenate your soul. I'm Bettina. And I'm Nanora. Thank you for joining us today. And we hope you'll join us again for our episode next week. We can be found at nriwoman.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Just look for NRI Woman. You can support us by supporting our sponsor, Meta Jewelry. Please click on the sponsor's link in our episode show notes and fill in your details for exclusive offers for NRI Woman. We'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts with us about this episode. Email us at hello at nriwoman.com. Please help us spread the stories of these amazing women by sharing it with your family and friends. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are listening to us right now. Our featured fellow podcaster is Not Another X-File Podcast Podcast. Carolyn and Vanessa are based in Vancouver, the home of the X-Files. Join them as they take a journey from pilot to finale, complete with improv, shipping, and lots of singing. You can find them on any podcast listing platform or wherever you're listening to our podcast. Hi, it's Carolyn and Vanessa from From Not Another Another X-Files Podcast Podcast. We're the female-led X-Files podcast you didn't even know you were looking for. We've got plenty of opportunities for nostalgia, conspiracies, forbidden romance, and plenty of laughs. It's true. Come on over to our place in Vancouver, Canada and revisit your favorite 90s sci-fi TV show. You'll be glad you stopped by. You can find us on all your favorite podcast spots. And on the web at notanotherxfpod.libson.com. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Music for this promo by Purple Planet. This episode was edited by Eric Heidbreder. And our Woman episodes come out every Monday. So make sure you subscribe. Until next time. Keep learning, keep inspiring, and be kind. Next week on NRI Woman. 
I was constantly sort of grappling with this question of who am I? What is my identity? Am I Indian? Am I American? Am I a mix of both? Uh, how do I have these conversations? And when I started realizing that perhaps it's just not me, there are others in similar situations all around the world, and how do they kind of live their life? What is, I mean, I have idli and dosa for breakfast. What is somebody in Japan having for breakfast? I mean, I was very curious, and these questions keep kept coming up, and I wanted to have a space where people could share these narratives, share these stories. <laughs> 